at House Lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change, Backstage Conversations. Hey Frank. Hey Rul. How do you feel? Well, good. Very good. <laughs> it's a very is a new experience, I have to admit, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I I think I think from making these these conversations that we record them in a podcast and there is a certain sequence to questions. I think and, and that's my experience in taking part in other other podcasts, but I'll just ask a question to you. Did you say some things you haven't expected to say before? <laughs> well, did I say something that I didn't expect? This might be, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I cannot remember everything I said now because uh, I'm, I'm uh, there's sure, also yeah. a certain nervosity and, and so on, but I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, you did well. So that's that's for, for <laughs> I really really liked liked the, the your your insights that I didn't follow the the road book to towards the end of the of the podcast. So there actually were four questions in that in that episode. I should have asked four questions, but I felt like at some point, like hey, let let the conversation go where it goes, right? Because that's a conversation. Sometimes exactly right. Yeah, and 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 we don't want to be too rigid because we initially have thought about like, okay, this is the design of the podcast. This is what we need to do. I think uh, a good conversation can go multiple ways and you you just need to ride the wave, as they said, right? So, and then you gave it, you gave a really, really good answer. And I really, really like that. And I think that's, this is really for people who are listening to this podcast. Frank is, is a real big change maker and he caused change in his organization. And I think for many people, it, that is something they really want to listen to and and understand your point of view why you have done this and i think that is that's what you what you gave us in the in the in the podcast thank you for that super yeah but uh, as you say uh, this is if you have a, if you are burning for a topic as you do as as i do i think we had so many conversations already in uh, throughout the last two years uh, not registered as a podcast but it was always It was it was a, a flowing right from the from the first moment and 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 it was developing. We we should have taped some of our <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yeah, and and, and also the, the conversations with them um, with your so leaders in your organization. Also, we remember I remember quite vividly that we did as a res after the training the did the mm -hmm. first training mm -hmm. in Leverkusen where you, where we actually trained your team. And then we said like, okay, but we also need to help you to get this across to other departments and to meeting owners and to people in communications and marketing. And so what we did is actually, um, Garrett took took a part in a, a session in Berlin. I, I did the same in Leverkusen. And we just had, had a little story to share. Like, this is what we normally do. This is what we, um, this is what we help the team do. And this is what it could bring you. 
And already that, right? There was a there was a huge turn up. Like in Leverkusen, there was like maybe thirty five people or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is that is a little bit of what the church normally did, right? So the evangelization of of okay, we want to win souls, we want to right. So and this is something if you don't tell people, right? I think what is the what's it, what is the say in German like to a gutes und rede darüber or something like that, right? So Very good. be good, be good and tell. And I, th I think that is that is what we need to do more because we cannot stand aside and say, hey, it doesn't work because people don't understand it. No, no, no. We really have to make the change happen ourselves. De definitely. And this is what I always tell. We, we need to sell and to promote even ourselves in our organization. Despite we are an internal, we, in, in this regards, in order to to really address something new and to to um, knock on people's minds mm -hmm. we need to we need to promote our idea also to reposition ourselves because still people call us and say look can you organize me 10 hotel rooms no well i, I know somebody who can do it but um this will not be our core job anymore but but we need to we we need to be very persistent uh, uh, and consistent to to spread these news and to and also to infect I, I don't know if infect yeah in a positive way people with this with this really? with these new ideas this is um, and to share our excitement uh, with this and, and this is something you mentioned our champions this is this is so good to have these 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 colleagues who are also excited about it. <coughs> I, I, I already noticed we, we had a lot of meetings and we started to talk about this. Yeah, sometimes people come to us and say we heard about this. Can you tell us more or can we do it? This is perfect. But um, more often we go into meetings and we say, look, you are, you want to do this? We would like to. We have a proposal for you. We would like to suggest you something, and and then. You can you can you can really with your own passion you can create um, at least excitement with, with yeah. your colleagues. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's so. The, that's at least the first two or three steps to get to to result is doing it once, doing it twice, but also listening carefully what you did and and how it was perceived by others. And it's also also something what what I what I feel when I in our practice when we have in our team people who would tell like yeah but they they didn't they didn't really like the outcome right and yeah that is possible right so you are not you are not responsible for the for the outcome you're responsible for the process you give them a process and if out of that not nothing real comes out or sometimes the creativity is a little bit low or something else could happen then you need to to adjust and say, oh, let's let's find a few people who could help us create some some crazy ideas to test the boundaries, or something else could happen. But it's it's just that that if it doesn't work one time, it doesn't say that it doesn't prove anything. If it do, if, if it works one time, it doesn't prove anything either, right? So it's, mm. it's a continuous journey of application, reflection, evaluation. I think. That is what what is what is needed, and sometimes people just don't like what you have offered them, and then, but it doesn't mean that you then have to offer them something completely different the, the next time. It's just like, oh, maybe they didn't like the like it the first time. You're right, uh, and this was very well said. Uh, this is true. This can happen. Also, there's always the expectation, and and this is something we need to manage, that they think 
uh, if they collaborate with us with an, a canvas with a canvas the result will be the perfectly uh, perfect event already yeah. so this is something we really need to keep on telling them from the beginning that it might happen um, but i mean already the prototyping is is producing so many ideas that can be used that in, in, in most of all cases, nobody is complaining. I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, exactly. No. But, uh, so what I see, the, the, mo the most things, as you is described in the, in, the, in, the, in the onstage part of this podcast, where you said like, yeah, people people's got a really epiphany, like, oh, wow, what is this? Because uh, you call it a wow moment, I believe, where you just analyze two different stakeholders and you, you mm. just see like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't match up, or that doesn't that is not what we thought it was. Seeing that is already a big step, and also the creativity in terms of prototyping, what you can bring if you rapid prototype, if you bring that really quick, yeah, that's that's amazing. People uh, people actually amaze themselves in teams. It's like, oh, did we come up with that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's re very very reassuring. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is then also another nice uh, observation is that uh, usually people already like the process, you know, starting to, to now we are for the last one and a half years in, in the virtual phase with the mural is a very good um, alternative to face to face meetings. Mm -hmm. They like they like the process starting to, to write down to do this brainstorming, writing down their their ideas and and you you can never tell if you have an active or uh, um, or passive group yeah so sometimes we are surprised we 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 think oh these are marketing guys this will explode and then <laughs> you discover oh, you need to give you need to push yeah. them a lot or you you have a round of scientists and you you do not expect them to be so enthusiastic and then they fire uh, uh, so many, so many ideas on on the board. Uh, this, is, uh, this is this is never nice. know. No, no. Frank, I would like to to express my thanks. This is really amazing what you brought to this podcast. I really uh, like that we have become um, um, good friends along the way. We would also we are welcoming you this year into our EDC Mastermind, right? Which is the next level of promise the level of a certified event designer then bring you to the to the level of a mastermind many people in the podcast series which we have which we are now recording are also masterminds or coming into the mastermind a program where from the language we have created in the book event design handbook now using that into conversations to become ultimately and i think you said that too somewhere a, to become a trusted advisor and that trusted advisorship is something which is very dear to us. Something also you don't you don't learn in any university in any school. That's something you need to build and to build in your professional career. Last two years we focused a lot on the advisor part of the trusted advisor, and this year we're going to work on the the trust part. And as Garrett, I remember that what he said yesterday. He said like you need you first need to to uh, to establish trust to then be believed as an advisor, right? So to be taken serious as an advisor. So we are in, the, in this third edition, we're gonna focus on the trustworthiness and trustworthiness and how can you influence your own trustworthiness? How can you better that and to build on that? So that's what we're gonna do uh, this November. 
and we are very glad that you that you are joining us in this program, uh, Frank. I'm so happy, I can tell you, because it is exactly this. It is the trust and the trustworthiness and is the trust you need to create and people need to trust you and you need to trust people. So this is, uh, I love it. And I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward and uh, I'm very happy to be a part of the team. Okay. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Frank. And uh, yeah, speak to you soon. And for the listeners, see you all virtually in the next episode. Thank you very much, Jules. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag Design to Change and hashtag Event Canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget, it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation. <laughs>